0: back
1: number two. <laughs> okay, we're back. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we're back number two. Um, with Melissa, to, too. Yes, with yeah. Melissa. We're, we're here. I'm here for the first time. Still processing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, just now
1: processing.
0: <laughs> yes. And yeah. we are joined by Melissa, who is um, filling in for Mike uh, today. Bye, Mike. Bye, bye Mike. Bye. Mike later. <laughs> See ya. Um, Mike
1: who? Just kidding. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> and uh, just processing. We've been in this uh, just a couple weeks into this series. Called uh, Knowing. Oh, did I? Nope, it's not it. I will get the <laughs> what'd you, title of this Would you sermon. name the series? <laughs> I named it um, losing, self. losing Self, Knowing Self. That's what I called it. <laughs>
1: losing, I know, but I just I, I'll,
0: picture... I'll eventually get into it this Sunday on the and whole like, like losing it. knowing. I just yeah, had a lot of setup. Knowing, yeah. A lot of setup. Yeah. <laughs> you can't just get into losing knowing.
1: Nope,
2: yeah.
0: So, what are you all <laughs> still processing? What are some things or conversations that are coming up? that you're processing from this series?
1: Yeah, I mean, I uh, have had a lot of conversations about ethnic identity Mm -hmm. in that, and I knew that was going to come. I think for me, that's been one of my kind of journeys of discovering about myself, how I would identify in the world and culture, Um, and even a lot of varied ranges of approaches to that. Some are coming in hot where they're like, no, that is exactly who I am. And some are like, questioning with curiosity on the other spectrum of like is this something that I'm holding too much of an identity to and I found myself even in the tension of like fighting not fighting but just against the urge to try and place some sort of value of like one is better or worse Mm -hmm. Um, and kind of in my mind like a hierarchy of like placing oh my ethnic identity should come before maybe my job and like starting to do that when I'm like, actually that makes me miss the point. And so some of those conversations around that still kind of processing through those. And I think that's part of the journey. And so I'm like both welcome them and also find myself really exhausted at the end of those. Um, and understanding that, like when you said it's complex, it's complex Mm -hmm. and it's a journey. So, but we're in it Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and I'm still going through it. So
0: yeah. ethnic the ethnic part is a very, That Mm -hmm. piece, that puzzle piece is a a very important piece uh, in our identity because some some people who um, grew up in their ethnicity have shame attached to their ethnicity Mm -hmm. or shame attached to parts of their ethnicity because of where they grew up. So if you were um, uh, there as a comedian who has a joke, and I won't name the comedian because people, you know, (laughs) the the comedian has a joke that (laughs) I grew up... um, uh, I grew up uh, poor in a in a nice neighborhood, mm-hmm. uh, and what that does to you mm. is so different than yes. what it is to be poor in a poor neighborhood, yes. mm-hmm. where everyone kind of feels yep. like you're the same. Mm-hmm. But when you are, and I, I laugh because uh, I have a very similar story. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad moved us from a uh, very um, Mexican part of mm-hmm. of town to a very up, like middle class part of town where there was i think one other mexican family mm-hmm. that I, we were friends with and then everyone else was kind of white mm-hmm. but we grew up kind of like just making ends meet there yeah. and um th- what that does is kind of something different and yeah. so anyway so there's things about our identity that are that that are, that have a lot of shame attached to it that we have to as we mature in christ mm-hmm. learn how to bring that shame into the light mm-hmm. and then allow the the shameful parts of it and these parts uh, to be integrated into our, our lives as a Christian. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah. when we say, you know, we're denying, we'll we'll talk about that yeah. this week, but we talk about denying self. It's mm-hmm. not about denying all these identity structures. Yeah. And we're we, we're all yeah. we're we're denying um more uh s- the the Christian way of saying it sinful parts mm-hmm. uh and then integrating the shameful parts mm-hmm. and then letting go of the ego part that always yeah. tries to show up as something. Yes. Right. Uh and 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 how do you let that go and be yep. and actually show up yeah. loved and without performing. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. I think I'm my experience was on the other side of that where mm-hmm. it wasn't it's not shame attached to my ethnic identity, but it was a lot of like mm-hmm. I I, pride feels like a funny word, but in contrast to shame, like I, I have grew up with a really strong Jewish identity and a lot of like pride Mm -hmm. in my Jewish identity. And it, it gave me a huge sense of belonging and perspective on the world. And still like when I meet Jewish people, I, I immediately just feel known by them. Like Mm -hmm. you're mine. Like, I don't, you know, and we connect. And even if I don't know your name, I feel deeply I saw a guy wearing a Hanukkah sweater over the holidays and I was like, best friend. (laughs) Like I just want to know you forever, you know? Yeah. Um, So I think part of what I have wrestled with over the years is it kind of what you said, Dave, like to that ego piece. Like Mm. it's, I don't, I think about when Paul talks about like there's, so much this the scripture of like neither Jew nor Greek, neither men mm-hmm. nor women, it just means like people take it to mean like everyone just goes to neutral and you all just are the same. Yeah. And the kingdom of heaven is this really beautiful, diverse place where we are mm-hmm. all different and we do all bring these different pieces of God's heart and story and what like the whole kingdom of God looks like is unity, not yeah. like difference, right? Yeah. But not allowing my identity as a Jewish person to be the loudest thing about who I am mm-hmm. or the most important or most protected or mm-hmm. most valued um, and I, yeah, even then, like, what are the things that that brings out in me that I, uh, that need that do need to be reordered. And I think they're definitely, I've, I've had conversations yeah. with people in our community who like their ethnic identity is such a point of distinction for them in like a really beautiful way. Like, yeah. I love who I am and what what is god asking you to deny in that what are the parts of it that are beautiful and good and can remain as like i am an expression of god's heart through this being of who this person i am mm-hmm. or this ethnicity i am or this upbringing i had and these parts mm-hmm. of it get like submitted to the authority of jesus christ being his child and loved by him first mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and that's like a really nuanced and weird yeah. thing to explore within yourself and yeah i don't i don't know how to, um i think we're all probably on like the eternal journey of figuring out how to like <laughs> break that all up and organize it and reorder
1: it better mm-hmm. you know yeah i loved your picture though in the sermon about c.s lewis and the light in oh, yeah. the cave yeah that like unlocks something in imagination of like oh the it's almost like how i would experience if i was in that cave and just lived life in the dark and maybe assumed everyone was the same or um yeah, there's aspects of the same, but then in the light, you're like, oh, that's a really beautiful, honoring difference. Like, yeah. that's really cool. And so I was like, I felt like that really instilled hope from like a journey of someone who's probably been on a long journey or will keep going through that to be like, oh no no no. The the point is, it's it there is, is difference which is beautiful, but it's not attached to like value or ego which mm-hmm. is great so yeah I yeah. think
0: when someone comes to faith especially when they're in their formative years like if it's like young maybe high school into uh like grad school like somewhere yeah. in in there <laughs> yeah. um ages between like what 13 and Twenty-four or twenty-three, maybe that ten-year span. <laughs> when you come to Christ in that mm-hmm. that ten-year span, you can kind of get a little bit um, intense about like <laughs> sure. um, this. This is now who everything I am. Maybe. And I'm, yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm rejecting everything that yes, I was, yeah. and now it's this thing. Yeah,
1: it's a pursuit I'm, of like I need to know who I am.
0: Yeah, yeah I, I remember doing that. Like yeah. I remember like becoming um, becoming a Christian. When I was fifteen, I think, um, or maybe early or just yeah, I think fifteen. Anyway, mm-hmm. so I come to I come to faith, and I remember going like my new family was the church. I Mm -hmm. think some of that was really good. And not just that, but like all the things that my family did and was, I felt like now I couldn't associate with it in a way. And it was just immaturity. Like I just didn't know what Mm -hmm. to do. And I think when you get older, the opposite happens where you have your life set Mm -hmm. and then you become a Christian and you're like, um, I don't really need to do all the Christian stuff. I'll just like, Mm. go to church and believe. Yep. And then I'll just keep everything the same, which is also immaturity. Yeah. yeah. So there's mm. something in the middle of like learning in Christ. How do I integrate all of the parts that I am? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, arrange them in such a way where the the all the loves get ordered, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it it would be identifying first and foremost as in Christ, mm-hmm. beloved of God made in the image of God like that Mm -hmm. is the first and then everything else kind of falls under that yeah so if it was a part of and there's some there's so there's such really beautiful redeeming qualities Mm -hmm. and and being whether it's um uh black um Asian uh um Latino those cultures tend to be very familial Mm -hmm. and very communal Mm -hmm. and when you the 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 like white western individualist is such a different culture mm-hmm. that these other cultures really don't um don't have at their core and to f- to lose that as you become a christian is really sad. Yeah. Like yeah. no yeah. how do you then integrate that part of your culture yep. that's really really good yeah. into into your christian identity. Yeah. And it's just it's a process of learning mm-hmm. and then bringing these things to light and all anyway. Yeah.
2: This yeah. uh, this is something I've been thinking about for a few weeks too um that we've talked about but it's so interesting that we're like kind of i think like kind of calling out that there's a bit of like identity is a bit of a, it's always in process it mm-hmm. feels like there's this constant growth trajectory of, yeah, our Id- of our identity
0: yeah.
2: and it's i there's something about that that for me is it's just funny because like i feel like the the water we're swimming in right now is so like um oriented this idea that identity is so fluid and there's all this, there should be this freedom to mm-hmm. like really – your identity is not fixed and it should be able to be changed and morphed however much mm-hmm. or to whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just something really interesting that like we agree on that, that there is a changeability mm-hmm. to our identity that we all are like uh, kind of in pace to. Mm-hmm. But how different that looks yeah. It like in a Christian identity that it's like – Yes, there's growth and change that happens to it, and it is, like, aligned and formed around the love of God and who Jesus Mm -hmm. is and who he's calling you to be versus, like, Mm -hmm. an identity that should be fluid around yourself and your own desire and what you want and what you think and your – like, essentially your own godness. Mm -hmm. But I, I, there's something about that that's just really interesting to me that, like, we're all on the same page that, like, this idea that you are who you are is not – doesn't – like, isn't necessarily a good thing, Mm -hmm. that there's – up op- there's like this calling to actually grow, to put off what's old, take on what's new, mm-hmm. and allow God to like change us and transform us and until the day you die, that should be happening. Mm-hmm. And that there is something really different about that than having this identity that is fluid and free to just go and bounce off whatever mm-hmm. walls it wants to when it gets a whim. Mm-hmm. Like it's a really important difference, but that like shared value mm-hmm. piece is just really fascinating to me,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, there is actually on both sides from the traditional to and the mm-hmm. modern, there are a synthesis of, both of those that actually find its way into Christian identity. There's things yeah. that about the modern identity that we've been that I've been like kind of trying to show the holes in. Yeah. There are some parts of that that are still good, mm-hmm. um, and there's parts of the traditional identity that are really, mm-hmm. really good, and they're good because they're part of what it means to be uh, uh, made in the image of God, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and thus, and and because of that, um, uh, well, unto that, a, a Christian, like image of God. St- the, the, the like pinnacle of that is becoming yeah. uh, a follower of Jesus so that that Amago Day continues yeah. to be restored. But I think the main difference, if I was to say, between like the fluidity of a modern identity and the fluidity mm. of a Christian identity is the modern identity is made and then the Christian identity is discovered. Right. Mm. So it's fluid mm-hmm. inside of this thing that the further in I go in Christ, the more I discover mm-hmm. uh, and receive who I am. Mm-hmm. versus make who i am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so i think that's one of the big, you know, markers of the difference between the two.
1: Yeah, i mean, i remember i remember looking out at because I, I feel like, wow, you were preaching on Sunday. I was like. Oh, I was. You were.
0: Yeah, I, I yeah, was so like. when Dave. i up. I've seen I was you like, a really? while. Yeah. I was wait, like, second or first? I was only second.
1: I was, only I was a like, second. both. But when I was like, wow, wow. Dave is like going for it. When he is trying to nail a point, yeah. your mannerisms are so passionate. It oh, is so funny. funny. And I think because we just know you, we're just like, wow, he is like really preaching. But watching people's faces is my favorite because I'm trying to look for like things to unlock and synthesize. But your point that you made about the Christian ethic and anything you want about equity or dignity is grounded in Christ, like Christian thought, Christian Judeo thought. Yes. And I think people, if they haven't actually thought about where it came from, which it takes a lot of energy to do that. Like, yeah, so, yeah. be fair, sometimes We just assume we got there.
0: This is just the best we discovered Western that, thinking. Yeah. yeah,
1: the humans have thought about this. Someone thought about this, not Jesus. And we're fighting for that, but actually don't think about it. It was like clicking for people and they were like,
0: mm. <gasps> okay. <laughs> like, there are other religions and faiths that say that you're made from God and the divine spark was, is within you. But the yes. biggest difference is when you push into those. And I just had a conversation yep. recently. You push into it, I'm like, uh, what do you th- believe about? Um, the afterlife, like well, uh-huh. in reincarnation, so I'm like in your in your in that schema, reincarnation itself assumes that there's no justice because yeah. justice is being served by the fact that that person did something bad in the last life and now is stuck in this yep. poverty or and, whatever, yep. and you have They'll no never have justice. Yeah, you, you, there's no justice. Yeah, there. you you don't go to that and go, how do I then work towards your justice? You just kind of go, that's that's what you get, and hopefully you do better in this life. Uh And then, so there's, there is no, unless you pull on top of that, a a Christian, uh, framework Uh there, there, so everyone, every other, Uh um, Uh every other religion and every other culture that you think that there are hints of it, when you press into it, they're actually Uh not there, um, unless, but because we just think so, so Christianized, I mean, even, you know, Tom Holland calls himself, um, a Christian though, like, but not a not a classic Christian. I'm not a Christian mm-hmm. because I believe in Jesus. Yet yeah, he's getting close as yeah. a historian, only because I've realized every the, every single way that I think mm-hmm. is from a Christian worldview, yeah. and I just didn't know it yeah, until he, I did mm-hmm. the did the research. He
2: would say that like everyone you know is a Christian. They, just, every, they yeah. don't know it. They, they don't just know don't it. know. Have it. you talked about the surprising <laughs> rebirth podcast on this yet?
0: I think so. The first one. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Or, or last did I? I yeah. Surprising. It's, yeah, I think I did. I'm
2: like deep in it now. It's and so it's, good. It is crazy how much of you is unconsciously already formed to a Christian ethic. Yeah. Um, not necessarily well, but yeah. like just in the way in which we see the world. It's, mm-hmm. It yeah. is crazy how much. And I, that was news to me. I did not know that. I was not yeah. aware that like so much of our basic mm-hmm. ethos as like the West
1: yeah. is, is oriented to that. That was crazy. Yeah. The um, phrase of the divine call, where did mm. that come from? Is that from a particular train of thought, um, philosophy? Because I have never heard it called the divine call. I think it it's more, I've always just kind of referred to it as like a, a journey of discovery for identity. Like yeah. i have I've never actually ever heard it. And I was like, it makes sense to me, but I'm like, oh, I the divine I, call. I got this yeah.
0: from an academic, I was reading this academic <laughs> book. On You're like Mongo Day.
1: Google gave it to me. Yeah, yeah.
0: just kidding. Yeah. No, not Google, no, no, no. not 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 <laughs> yeah. OpenAI or yeah. uh, what is the thing called?
1: But but I've heard people.
0: ChatGPT, there, thank you. Oh,
1: you passed the test. so You didn't even know what it was called, so. Well, yeah. I, I had a friend of
0: mine who said yeah. who said to me, "You are in like ChatGPT is down the street from you. You're you like, have to know no. what it is. Download it right now and and just use it." No. And I did, and I used it to summarize a book. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but they did an
0: okay job. It is an okay, okay job. Okay job, yeah. It is actually um, impressive what
1: it can do. It, it's crazy. It's so quick. It's scary.
0: It is scary. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but I've heard it referred to it as other things. So I'm, I'm like,
0: still proud yeah. that I have not written a sermon using Don't chat GPT.
2: Okay, but you should just tell it to and watch what it comes up with. It's so entertaining and, yes. like, very obviously uh, not written by a human, but so fun. Well, I, I was doing yeah. it
0: with, with a friend of mine, and he was <laughs> like, uh, write, write, write. Uh, the Sermon on the Mount if Jay-Z wrapped it or something like that. <laughs> and I'm like, I never would have thought of that. Really and he funny. just we like, yeah. read That's it. It was pretty really funny. Really funny.
2: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, at Youth Group last week, Comedy. We, we watched, there was someone told us about this um Gen Z Bible. Have you seen this? Yes. I've heard of this. So it. It is It's yeah. out of so control. Funny. The the Gen Z Bible. Yeah.
0: It's oh, like man. the new pigeon Bible. Yeah. The Pigeon Bible was yeah, like this pigeon. is. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's, yeah. It was like, and on the th- whatever, what day was light? This is embarrassing. On the third day, on the third day, God said. This light is lit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like,
2: oh my gosh!
1: I love it. Anyway, Wait,
0: I thought lit was has been around forever. Is it like there? Means new... something
1: very different. I don't is mean. it? I think so. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, divine call. <laughs> oh <God. laughs> Yeah. Um, it is not from the Gen Z Bible. It is, it from, is from Dave Lomas.
0: No, from it was, I. Th- it reading. might have been from that that book. I think, oh, okay. and it wasn't explicitly calling it that. I think it was just a line. I remember reading it and it was just a line in a sentence uh, and I'm like, I think that's what it is. I but think that's what it. I'm talking yeah, about is a divine is call. Yeah, the process is in
1: that, which I was like, oh, I really like
0: yeah. that. Yeah. I th- yeah. Hmm. Anyways, it was, it was uh, a very good academic um, book on Imago Day. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. Um, okay. So I remember, you, Melissa, you brought some up before we started recording um, about uh, looking in.
2: Mm-hmm. And- oh, yeah, someone had a question um, that they said, "If if Christ is within us, if like part of like I re- Jesus, I receive what you've done, you are now alive in me, then why is looking inward a problem? Like, if I look inward, shouldn't I find Christ? And so, mm-hmm. um, and I think mm-hmm. I think they might have like uh, used the word contemplative as like part of that. Also, like, isn't part of the contemplative thing to be inward and to like be with." Um, yeah, with Christ who is in me. So looking inward should be a good thing. So what is the problem with, and as we're like sitting with identity that we can't look inward?
0: Hmm. Yeah, I don't, well, I, I have to, f- I'll have to do some fixing on this because when I, I spoke so, Passionately. Um, Passionately bow (laughs) against a modern identity Mm -hmm. um, that everyone thinks all of it has to be rejected. So, Mm -hmm. again, moving forward, we're going to try to synthesize some of that stuff. Mm -hmm. Looking inward is so important. It's like one of the most important things you could do as a Christian. Mm -hmm. And we've been talking about as a staff Mm -hmm. the Christian development journey Mm -hmm. um, and how – after you become a Christian and you're like excited about your faith and, Mm -hmm. and you're reading the Bible and you learn principles and you learn all these things and like where the books are in the Bible and then what a chapter and a verse means. Mm -hmm. And then you get excited about studying the flow and, (laughs) and you you start serving and you do all these things and then eventually you hit a wall. Mm -hmm. And when you hit a wall, most people deconstruct at that point, Mm -hmm. they just, they deconstruct. That's like kind of the current thing they do. Um, when they, when they find that the things that they're experiencing in their church or, or in the scriptures or whatever doesn't match, like mm-hmm. yeah. like what's going on in the world or that doesn't match what they know to be they think to be true yeah. they mm-hmm. deconstruct mm-hmm. the the wall is actually there to drive you inward right everyone inward every christian inward so you can choose to do that or you're forced to do that and the hope is that eventually when you hit a wall instead of there needs to be deconstructing and reconstructing always in the mm-hmm. christian faith but that deconstructing and reconstructing happens inside of uh, uh, a firm identity in being in Christ. Like, that is the most important thing. And then learning how to do that. So I, to answer your question, inward is a really important part. Mm-hmm. The difference, again, is between an inward, um, an inward, the way that culture t- teaches, tells everyone to go inward, even, mm-hmm. and Christians do this all the time, mm-hmm. they go inward to find what brings them happiness right. yeah. mm-hmm. and what where their desires get fulfilled. Mm-hmm. So that's typically how people go inward. So I go inward to go, is that me? No, I don't like it. It's a little bit too suffering. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't really know if <laughs> too that's <suffering>. me. Yeah, <laughs> I don't I don't I don't want that in my life. And yeah. they go inward and they find what makes them happy and then mm-hmm. they they leave from that. Mm-hmm. Versus for 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 um the inward work of a of a Christian is more of the inward Uh, work of shadow work, like the shadow side Mm. versus the ego side. What are the things that I keep hidden away from everybody Mm -hmm. else that the more I keep them hidden, the more they grow and the more they need, you know, they need the light. They need the light and they will come out in really, really horrible ways. And what part is ego? The thing I'm showing up with that's really not me, but I Mm -hmm. put it on so people, Mm
1: -hmm. you know,
0: what is that thing? And then you're doing that. And as you do that, you're learning you you're allowed. You're supposed to look at Jesus, yeah. looking at you, mm-hmm. doing this work. And his and his. Uh, imagine the face of the prodigal father. Mm-hmm. Like there's still this voice saying, "I'm I'm still here.
2: Yeah,
0: I'm not going anywhere." Yeah. Um, that's the word.
2: Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. so. It's so that imagery of looking out and seeing Jesus looking back at you is such this.
1: Mm-hmm. That's
2: like it's so beautiful, right? Because
1: mm-hmm.
2: the. The Yeah, the opposite of the inward looking would be to look outward, which could also be a problem, right? If you're, like, just looking to every outside voice or influence to shape you, which is probably what most of us do. Like, mm-hmm. literally, there's a career path of being an influencer where your job is to mold yeah. other people in your likeness. Um, mm-hmm. Scary. But it is <laughs> scary. really scary. Um, no one talks about the responsibility of being an influencer. That's, like, a really – High responsibility job, man. They don't
0: I don't think they feel that way. No,
2: I'm sure they don't, but they should. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so like that's not the answer either. But then Mm. there's this other way that you don't it's not just looking inward, it's not just looking outward, but it's like looking at Jesus. And what you find is his like gaze in in your into you, like in your inward. And like it's like this weird, like meta cycle of just like being completely (laughs) already seen and known so that you can then be seen so you can see yourself and know because he sees you and knows you and you see him so you get access to what he sees and Mm -hmm, knows mm -hmm. i don't even think makes i don't know if that makes sense but it makes sense in my brain but that's such (laughs) a like beautiful picture to like set our our, turning our eyes to jesus to find that versus the outward or the inward that it can be parts of that we'll have to we're formed by our communities we're formed by our identities and our upbringings and our families of origin and we're obviously formed by like that the work that comes from like paying attention to what's going on inside us, but ultimately being formed Mm
1: -hmm. to the gaze
2: of Jesus and like the insight he has into Mm -hmm. our being. That's like a really powerful thing. It reminds me
1: of the – have you guys ever read anything by St. Teresa of Avila?
0: Yes.
1: Um, The interior castle. Yeah. I – that helped, I think, build the imagination of the process of like that we all are this interior castle with God. We have like seven – I think he calls them like spaces or mansions that we discover. And they are the things about sh- like our shadow side of ourself bringing to light. And we just, as we go deeper and deeper with God, we're like knowing God deeper and deeper and deeper, which I just was mm-hmm. like, that is the coolest picture to me. Being like, I have a castle inside with God. <laughs> like <laughs> We have to discover all the things with him. And um, it's a part of that is the Christian, yeah, like transformation is bringing all the things to the light, like with God. And so... She just—I mean—her life is incredible. Mm-hmm. I just love her, but yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That idea of the more you learn yourself, the more you learn God, and the more you learn God, the more you learn yourself—is—is yes. is that yeah. that um, that that journey is the Christian transformation yeah. journey. It's the Christian identity journey. It's the yep. it's the journey that I, I know there are so many people that are so afraid of this journey. Mm-hmm. I think you know. Um, younger like maybe millennial gen z culture maybe very young gen x culture mm-hmm. grew up uh, in and around therapy so this work yeah. feels a little bit more uh more reasonable you mm. know depending on yeah. uh, depending on mm-hmm. your 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 family of origin and you know uh, even sometimes ethnicity but mm-hmm. but that looking inward is not as scary where you will talk to some christians especially older ones i'm sometimes young too but older ones that are like, no, read your Bible, mm. do what's right, <laughs> yeah. and, and and we're just doing all this for the kingdom, you know, that sort of stuff. And you can yeah. – when you start talking with them, they're like, y- there's so many things about you that you don't see that I clearly see and why yeah. haven't – it doesn't sound like you've done any work on that. Well, yeah. I
2: wonder if like yeah. the – maybe a previous generation's version of hitting the wall, like you said, we hit the wall. Right now the thing to do is deconstruct, but I, I think that there was a generation where the thing to do was just to be like – well, just going to keep reading my Bible. Like yeah, I'm like, not going it's to just engage. I'm, I'm just, just going to stay... repress
1: it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm, I won't gonna.
2: go dig into it. Yeah. I'll, I'll just keep doing the things and I'll stay right here. And yeah, when there's so much more on the other side of the wall, if you can get into it and work through it. Mm-hmm. But there is definitely, a, I'm doing all the things. I'm reading my Bible. I'm. It doesn't matter what's there because I'm right here.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, we had a question too that – well yours was like about the interior. We had a question about what the role of community plays in mm-hmm. um becoming the body of Christ and how we reflect that, where it's not just our own pursuit of our personal identity, but actually how we identify with the larger communal aspect of the body of Christ.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Did I did I synthesize that correctly? <laughs> yes. I was like, yeah. I hope so. Whoever. Yeah, I read the question. Yeah. It was like yeah.
0: if we're if if our identity is to be found by by being in Christ, is that just another individualistic pursuit? Mm-hmm. Just oh, a yeah. Christianized yep. individualistic pursuit? How does that play into our shared identity as being the body of Christ? Yep. And um, so, that, yeah, that was the – that
1: mm-hmm. was
0: I think that was the essence of the question. Yes.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is the question. <laughs> I think one of the things is you have community to help you mirror mm-hmm. parts of – I think even the aspect of knowing yourself. Mm-hmm. So, even the interior castle or like the stuff we do to pursue knowing ourselves, I don't think you could actually do that without the help of the body of Christ mm-hmm. because, like you said, their pursuit is so shallow. Like, my pursuit of trying to figure out who I am is so shallow to myself. It's at the mercy of my feelings, which is fickle. Like, there's no truth. It is like not, it's just like flopping around in the waves. It's <laughs> like not anchored to anything. Whereas right. I feel like the community and Christian community specifically help ground you in a, a space that's like you get to experience God like in the flesh telling you and reminding you who you are mm-hmm. that you would never be able to get to for certain conclusions by yourself. Um, now it could just be that I'm not like a I think I'm a pretty deep thinker but I there's some things I would never have discovered about myself unless someone else in our community mm-hmm. told us about it. So mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I
2: I I feel like both is like sometimes like it's this non-answer, but yeah, I I yeah. do think that it's both. Yeah. Like, you you will hit a limit as by yourself. I was talk, I had this conversation mm-hmm. with someone after the sermon on Sunday, like because they were saying like, I feel like my faith has largely been a, a solo pursuit, and it's yeah. it's like been really good. And I mm. I said like, yeah, but but you're here at church now, you know, like yeah. you're here because there's yeah. something here that's drawn you in, mm-hmm. and look at look at how much you've done since that, you know, mm-hmm. like growth has happened and really. Mm-hmm huge ways and I th- I think about like the analogy of the body mm-hmm. and like yes hmm. like the hand can't say to the foot like I don't need you yeah. do. I guess you do yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: but um, if you've ever been injured you know that like one area of your body being injured isn't isolated to just that one part like you, you can't so I was I'm injured right now and I have um, like some issues going on with my spine mm. and my whole shoulder arm situation is affected by my neck injury so I can't do the workout that I used to do or dance the way I used to dance because I don't have Mm – I have one part of my body that is damaged but is impacting my entire body. Mm -hmm. And so if you don't do – if you don't have an identity, if your independent identity is out of alignment, it will affect the rest of the body. Mm -hmm. You can't engage properly in the body when you are not where you're supposed Mm -hmm. to be. By God's mercy, you like I can fake it, right? Like (laughs) I can still push through workouts I shouldn't. I usually feel it later. Like I can still like – I can do push-ups on my knees instead of on my toes, yeah. but like it's it is not the same. And if you enter community without doing that interior work, you're you are not bringing the fullness of who mm-hmm. God has called you to be into your community. Mm-hmm. and your community doesn't have the access to help get, find mm-hmm. like help get you there either. And so like in self interior work is like necessary for the body to function properly. Mm-hmm. Or to proper as well as it can or is mm-hmm. like called to by God, so it has to be both, you know. And and if you only ever focus on your work, if I only ever focused on my neck, I never did any other yeah. physical activity, but I'm gonna like get my neck better, then my body would just get <laughs> totally out of shape and all defunct because I've spent <laughs> like six months just like tilting my head back and forth, but yeah. like my neck's in good shape, but the rest of me's a mess, you know. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: We we all need each other f- at the fullness God has yep. called us mm-hmm. to.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. that I hundred percent agree with both of those. I the I yeah I do like the body analogy that Paul Mm -hmm. uses because um, part of uh, who we are is made up Mm -hmm. and found in in the collective whole of the body. So you don't know that you are a foot unless (laughs) you are a part of a body that Mm -hmm. that is both able to say to you you're the foot and able to function as a foot. You know, so. So there is a part of mm-hmm. like who we are, and as a as a Christian that that is mapped onto uh, this analogy mm-hmm. where we find ourselves. And I would also say exactly kind of what you what you said. I would just double down on what you said on like to, you need community to find uh, to help find who you are. You mm-hmm. just need Christian community for that, like mm-hmm. you said, Jess. And you can never show up well to a community unless you've done interior work. Right. Because yeah. you will be the best thing you do for your community <laughs> is do inner work, you know? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. so it's kind of both of those things. Yeah. Um and I, I I think what what I I think we become uh our we become our promises. So our promises mm-hmm. and our and our commitments will 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 help us to become who we're like meant mm-hmm. to become. And our promises um we become the promises that we make so Mm -hmm. if we're Mm -hmm. committed to a Mm -hmm. uh, a community of people Mm -hmm. and this community of people offend us Mm -hmm. part of our growth and I like growth as transformation and Mm -hmm. growth and knowing who we are is if we want to run and get really 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 mad at them Mm -hmm. and say I can't believe you believe that thing about this global topic Mm -hmm. I am out of here the the whole point is for you to stay and be angry and work it out. Yes, that's the. Yeah. you will not grow by just leaving. You will yes. not grow yeah. by just leaving. Um. Now, of course, there's. You always have to put a caveat. There's degrees <laughs> yeah. in a, in like physical abuse, psychological yes. abuse. Yeah, yeah. I, I I get all that, but for the majority of people, like the majority yep. of situations, we we elevate them to those things when they're not those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so committing ourselves to a community of people, com- like deeply committing ourselves to a group of people will will make us, um, this is why even marriage, marriage is one of the most intense transformational journeys uh-huh. you'll be on because you can't get away from yourself. <laughs> Because yourself is reflected by mm-hmm. this other person, always. They're always like, mm-hmm. they're you're always in negotiation with like how how you show up. They see you. Y- mm-hmm. You your shadow side comes out at home. Mm-hmm. Like all you can't just hide. You know yeah. you show up w- with that stuff. And as you do, the transformation journey just gets accelerated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And w- if you're single, you have to make these kind of promises. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't, then then you're, you're missing out on this like. Transformational journey, so mm-hmm. that is to a community, mm-hmm. and even married couples need to be committed to a community as well, because mm-hmm. to be bigger than themselves. Anyway, mm-hmm. yeah. so community is a huge part of it. I don't know if we'll get there in this series, but probably Maybe get there this one. year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: this year. <laughs> well, that's this good. year. Yeah. This year. I do want yes. to do
0: on attachment theory. Like, yes, that. Yes. Um,
1: Relational spirituality.
0: Relational spirituality yeah. is a great book. Yeah, I want to do yeah. some stuff on that. Yeah. I
2: just, I think something yeah. you said in passing that that like a light bulb went off for me hmm. was. That this – the reality is that so much of our identity formation we can do in hiding and it can become very like – well this is my like i and i think this is actually i the word threatening keeps like coming to mind when we're talking about this because well, like maybe people
1: feel threatened right, right. it, it yeah. feels threatening
2: for you to talk about for, like from the stage with the microphone to talk yeah. about identity because it yeah. comes it feels like it comes after me because what i know whatever you're talking about you're saying that mine's wrong right like you're the pastor so clearly whatever <laughs> you have to say is like calling something out in all of us right <laughs> yeah. um and so there, there is like a bit of like a threatening dynamic mm. and i think the temptation or not the temptation but i think there's this like maybe self-protection thing that clicks in where it's Mm. like, okay, fine. I can do this, but I want, I want to do it in private. I want to do it in hiding where I can kind of just like get back here by myself, decide what I agree with or, or keep or value. And then it's no one ever like, no one ever asks you to like see your identity papers. They're never like, show me your identity. Let me make sure it's all on point. Right. It's totally, it's self-disclosed and self-perpetuated and I wonder, I think with this community piece, there's also this piece of like vulnerability and transparency that it requires of us that we can't live in hiding with these identities, that if there is something that's out of line in us, like community, healthy community, godly community will require us to live in transparency so that if there is something out of line, people have access to to that and have the place in our lives to say so. And that's it's a really vulnerable thing um, particularly I think if like you're, if, if those things are like, if they're good things, if they're things that feel really treasured and special mm-hmm. and important in your life, then to like open yourself up to a body of people for them to say, actually, that thing that you really value about yourself, mm-hmm. you value too much. And that probably needs to like move down a peg. Like that's mm-hmm. a really vulnerable and hard place <laughs> to go.
0: Yeah. To close yeah. with like yeah. a very live, real, vulnerable um, story, a mutual friend of a uh, close friend of of a of, uh, mutual friend of everyone in this room but a close <laughs> friend of jess and mine um recently just was like you know there's um a lot of people in uh the black community at our church that would love a, a bit more of a joyful and less contemplative set of music yeah. mm-hmm. and we want to get together on us on a sunday and i'll sit together and kind of like just bring joy in the congregation so this this happened and we're having all these conversations because Part of it was the te- game of telephone. This person told this person, and then I heard I heard it secondhand from someone else. Yeah, like, just bad miscommunication. Oh, it was all miscommunication. <laughs> but when we all finally,
2: yeah,
0: w- there's so much mutual love and respect yes. in this group. So it, no, I wasn't offended, but we all got together, and I told this person on the phone on on Friday, I said, to be honest, what this is bringing up is a lot of like. The reason why, like, there's uh, emotion here, is that sh- my shadow is getting exposed. Mm, okay. I see, or my, maybe my ego. Probably that's probably a better way hmm. to say it. Ego. I see our church as being a very diverse church, and uh, and really want to press into these things. And you are telling me that that you're not telling me this, but I'm, what I'm hearing is yeah, we're not,
1: we're right. not, and we want more, and
0: we want more. And then I feel like. Well, but I thought we, you know, that sort we of were.
1: thing. Yeah. And yeah. so I'm like,
0: so part of this is just that. So yes. I just want to, I said that, I, I want to just say that part yeah. of like my ego. And it's not right. I'm not saying I'm right. I'm saying you're probably 100% right. <laughs> yeah. And so yeah. I'll 100% trust you. Yes. But what the, the like back and forth and why all this stuff, there's yeah. miscommunication, but underneath, one layer underneath this communication, and we're all in community together.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: One layer under this communication, this miscommunication, is ego Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and that's my ego and Mm -hmm. there there it is right there like i want to think that we're this and then when someone says that we're not this my ego goes you know and i want to i want to either defend or go into hiding usually that's Mm the mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and so the at that point you only find this out in community right you only see your ego in community because someone says something and it presses up against something you want to defend about like no you're misunderstanding me yeah and what actually it might not be misunderstanding it might be you your ego and they saw a part of you yeah. that is actually a part of you yep. that you want to manage right and yes. so you're like let me manage that first let me correct what you think about me because i need to manage this yeah when you could just say hey here's my here's my ego mm-hmm. i think i'm this mm-hmm. um i probably am not as this thing as i think i am mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. i needed you to show me that
2: right mm-hmm. and what's cool about that is like this person didn't come to you and say, hey, I have something I need to point out to you. Oh, totally. Just by living yeah. their life, the, it They're just living something their something about your identity, which <laughs> yeah. just goes back to this point of community. It's not always going to be this confrontational, like we need to have a meeting. Sometimes just going to be like, oh, visibility into your life wakes other yes. things up in me. And yes. that I needed that. I needed access to yeah. something outside of my globe in my brain yeah. to trigger that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. it's a beautiful expression of like the grace of learning. There's like humility. Gosh, I was so humbled when I was like, I think I missed I misheard you and I am so sorry and that is not what I should be doing. And yeah. and the the grace that's there, the love and the practicality of walking together with people that can can the, they can just say it's in love. Like everything's in love. Like, if love was not there in community, that conversation would have blown up even more. But because there is this beautiful expression of community and friendship and, yeah, bonded by love, it mm-hmm. like the fruit of that is like, we're moving forward. Great. Like, we're learning. And um, we don't have to carry that by ourselves either, which is part of it too, was like, we don't have to make a decision by ourselves for that. So bringing it back to love, bringing it back to love.
0: <laughs> okay. This is obviously bringing up a ton of stuff, so we'll keep it going. (laughs) We'll see you all
1: next week. If
0: you have questions, uh, comments, feedback, or if you want to tell Jess or Melissa some of their ego stuff, uh, go ahead and email hello at (laughs) realitysf.com.
2: If you want to tell Dave his ego stuff. Email
0: tarik at (laughs) realitysf.com. Poor T. He gets all those Yeah, he does. (laughs) Just kidding. He doesn't. All right. Bye, everybody. (laughs)